You have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Today is May 10th, and welcome to Joe's Common Sense. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today, especially in the news here recently. We see an end to the Russian narrative, finally. We see the introduction of the dark state, the dark government that we've been talking about forever, and now we see it's true. We especially see this in... Colonel Flynn's dismissal of his evidence. I mean, it's it's amazing. You guys remember back two, three years ago, everything, it was Russian collusion. We know there's Russian collusion. Everybody in the Obama administration, we know there's Russian collusion. This is incredible. And then what do we find out now? Under oath, these people admitted there was no collusion. As we saw... Late last week, Shifty Schiff finally released the interviews that he had done in secret, even though they've been ready to release for a year and a half now. Uh, His hand was kind of forced. Uh, They were either going to be released by the government or he was going to release them. And as we can see in these released transcripts, that nothing occurred. They all knew that there was nothing. So these people who were on CNN and MSNBC talking about how there's so much evidence of Russian collusion, we know it exists, we know it's there, admitted under oath that there was no Russian collusion. There was not a hint of Russian collusion. But yet, here they are on the news speaking that there is causing all this unknown, causing everybody to question President Trump. Um, And we see that it was just false. I mean, poor Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn spent about $8 million so far in his defense only to have his charges dismissed. But what we found out about two weeks ago is we get the transcripts released from the FBI interview, and the FBI had meetings planned in advance to talk about how they were going to slip him up. Do they want him to lie? Do we want him to perjure? Do we want him to get fired? What do we want to do? So basically the grounds on which the FBI questioned him uh, were not legal grounds. In case you all are wondering why it's been dismissed, I mean, MSNBC went so far as as to say uh, President Trump called Putin on the day that these charges were dismissed. I mean, the lack of credibility in the media... And the hypocrisy is hilarious. I mean, the gall of them to even say that those two things are related is ridiculous. You know, Michael Flynn's was dismissed because the FBI had no reason to question him. The FBI questioned him in a way where they got him to say what they wanted so they could get the end result. So it wasn't like they brought you or me in for questioning and question us about something that happened. They already had planned this out. They had prior meetings. They had discussions with higher-ups 
about how to proceed with this. How do we want to catch him? How do we want this to happen? So that's why these charges have been dismissed. I mean, it's a travesty. And I mean, what what happens if we find out the Obama administration knew about all this? Then where does that leave Obama's legacy? Even though it's not very good right now, it, it would be even worse. We see that they might have had knowledge of this. Actually, Obama told his attorney general, Sally Yates, that they were investigating Flynn, and she didn't even know. So you want to talk deep state, dark state, deep state. I mean, this stuff is real, people. I know we talk about this and everybody thinks it's conspiracy theories or it's this, that, or the other thing. But this stuff actually exists. We see it time and time again. Where we're trying to, the other side is trying to push this narrative that just simply doesn't exist. I mean, the scariest takeaway from all this is that the FBI coordinated very closely with the Obama White House on the investigation. Well, the Justice Department was pretty much asleep at the wheel. Um, that's, that's the biggest takeaway on that. I mean, he's been trying to withdraw his guilty plea for quite a while now. Um, it all goes back to a conversation he had with the Russian ambassador in December of 2016 um, that were intercepted by our government. And... What they really were discussing was the imposition of the sanctions against Russia, which President Obama had just announced. So, you know, where it comes to is who who leaked that? Who leaked that government official was talking to the Russians to the Washington Post? That is that is one of the big questions. And then it's been known that the FBI was aware of these discussions shortly after it was it happened. But Attorney General Sally Yates, like I said, she didn't know for a week or two afterwards and found out from Obama. So what was going on in the Obama administration at this time? Obviously, they were very concerned that Trump was going to win. So we needed to throw whatever we could at Trump, which was the whole Russia Gate, which was the whole Mueller investigation, which was the whole impeachment proceeding, which was the whole Adam Schiff you know, basement, closed, session, circus. And we find out now with the release of all these documents that this was all false. This was a narrative put up by the deep state to discredit a sitting president, to possibly influence an election. And the funny thing is, is, you know, the other day Adam Schiff released this information and then he still had the nerve to say that there are several instances of collusion in there. Instead of just releasing them for what they are, he's got to get another dig in. To me, that's just amazing that we're going to go get that last dig in on the president. People can read. People can see the testimony. People can see that these people who were on the news claiming that they had all this proof when there was no proof at all. Zero proof, people. And we see it now. And it's a shame that you, me, and Johnny Taxpayer had to waste millions and millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars for all this circus. For the Mueller probe, for the uh, impeachment, for all the hearings, for just this entire circus. 
was wasted because of this information. And we see the FBI, I mean, who can trust the FBI now? The FBI was politicized under Obama. And we obviously see that right now. Obama knew. He politicized the FBI. The FBI trapped Michael Flynn to say what they wanted him to say. And that became Russian collusion. So as I'm watching the news this week, you know, I look at quite a few, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, I kind of flip all over. We really hear none of these stations retracting anything they said. We really don't see them really reporting on this as they should be. Um, you know, once again, it's just the Democratic-controlled news media. This is a huge story, people. The FBI violated this man's rights. The deep state concocted all of this. And the news doesn't feel that it should be reported on? What does that tell you about society? What does that tell you about how they feel you and I are? They feel we're sheep. They feel we're stupid. They feel we can't figure it out on our own. But they love to run this narrative. I mean, I've been questioning my friends on Facebook, um, you know, what do you guys have to say now? I've been telling you all along there was nothing here. So all you people who have been calling for this man's head, where where are you now? You're nowhere. Nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be heard. Alright, so let's switch up things here. Let's go back to Biden and Tara Reid. So that's still in the news. However, we see Hollywood elites and the Democrats all rallying around Joe Biden because the Me Too movement doesn't mean anything anymore. The other day, Nancy Pelosi said that she didn't want to talk about it anymore. It was a done deal. So Tara Reid comes forward. We've got five people who can corroborate her story. We have her mother on CNN talking about it. But it's a done deal. Now, do you remember these people? How they treated Kavanaugh? There was no credible witnesses for Kavanaugh. Any witnesses she gave could not corroborate her story. But yet they were calling for his soul. They were calling for him to be burned and tarred and feathered. But Tara Reid doesn't get the time of day. The Democratic machine is trying to thwart her, trying to stop her from getting her story out, is trying to spin her as an evil person. They kind of took a, a page out of the Hillary Clinton playbook. You know, if you go back to the times when her husband was a philandering president, this was her tactic to discredit people, to make them look bad. And we're seeing them use this playbook on Tara Reid. It is just amazing. Nancy Pelosi is supposed to be this huge Me Too person. But nope, this is a done deal. She doesn't want to answer any more questions about it. It's a done deal. I've got, I, he's got great integrity, and he's our candidate, regardless. So apparently Me Too is only convenient when it's convenient for you. And then we also look at Senator uh, Dianne Feinstein. Dianne Feinstein wanted to scalp Kavanaugh. And on these allegations, she has nothing to say. Um, this needs to be played out in a court. Blah, we don't have to, you know, we need to see all the facts. Really? 
since when do we need to see all the facts resonate with anybody on the Democratic side? Facts are evil for Democrats. Facts are like their kryptonite. Do you guys notice that any conversation you get in with somebody who's liberal or somebody who's a Democrat, as soon as you use facts, um, the conversation turns to, one, you're a racist, two, you're a xenophobe, um, three, they just get mad at you and try and discredit you. They never want to argue facts because facts are their kryptonite. And the fact is, this Me Too movement was started based on Republican allegations. So it was a way to discredit Republicans, to instantly believe the accuser. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't believe the accuser. I am no means I'm saying that. I just want you people to see the hypocrisy of this as it pertains to the Democratic side. For these major women to discredit this woman, to not believe her, to not want to hear her story, to not want to investigate this is a travesty. They've gone time and time again when it's on the other side to believing everything everybody says. Christine Blasey Ford, they believed everything she said, even though nobody could corroborate any of it. People still are calling for his scalp, calling for him to be tarred and feathered because he's a sexual assaulter with no corroborating evidence. So should we start calling Joe Biden a sexual assaulter? Should we start asking for Joe Biden to be tarred and feathered? Bill Maher, on his show Friday, completely discredited Tara Reid. Uh, she's been called a Russian agent. I mean, Maher called her about every, every word in the book on his show. What a great guy. What a great guy to go after a woman's character to discredit her as a victim of a sexual assault. I mean, I don't even know anybody who watches Real Time with Bill Maher anymore. I haven't watched that show in years. Because he's taken such a huge political slant where it's not even entertaining at all anymore. But the way he vilified her and cast her aside was just sickening. And that's what we're seeing from this Me Too movement. You know, we're seeing this from Hollywood. Oh, we need to wait for all the information to get out. These people were storming the Capitol for Kavanaugh. But no, oh, Joe Biden, it's okay. It's okay. It, it didn't happen. Joe Biden's such a good guy. We'll believe him. We won't believe the facts or the cooperating evidence or the witnesses. We'll just simply believe him. So that's where that stands this week. I don't know if there's going to be any resolution. I don't know if we're going to see a hearing. I don't know if any of that is going to go on. It'll be interesting to find out. So let's take a look at the coronavirus, what's going on. Um, we see businesses are starting to open back up. We're seeing restaurants, bars, just for, not you can't sit at a bar anymore, but they're, they're beginning to open hairdressers, nail salons. We're starting to get the world back going again. Um, currently, the Democrats are trying to push another stimulus bill through. I think this one's $3 trillion is what they're looking for. Um, I don't know how they're going to get the work done since none of them are in Washington, D.C. Um, it will be interesting to see. You know, as the facts keep coming out, you look at this death toll, we're over 70,000. Is it really 70,000 people? Have 70,000 people really died of coronavirus? 
or have the numbers been fudged? Oh, uh, this person was sick anyway. They might have had coronavirus. I mean, we're seeing more and more of these memorandums from the CDC. We're seeing more and more internal hospital documents coming about that states that it's to be marked as COVID-19. So we don't really know what the true death toll is from this. Although we are seeing a decrease in hospitalizations. You know, and the funny thing is, is, you know, yeah, we're seeing an increase in those affected by the coronavirus because we have increased testing. So now if you turn on CNN or MSNBC, their headline reads, communities begin to open and coronavirus increases. Okay, coronavirus is increasing because we're testing more. Doesn't mean that the rate of infection is increasing, but you wouldn't get that from their tagline. They want to scare you by showing that communities are opening and the coronavirus cases are on the increase. So, I don't know if we'll ever get a true death toll from this disaster, from this pandemic. You know, but yeah, a lot of people did die from this. You know, now we're going to see everybody second-guessing the response. We didn't do enough. We should have done more. And that's all well and good, armchair quarterbacks. We can sit back and we can, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, pretty much every response to every disaster that any president's ever had. But one where an entire country is locked down, one where an entire economy is shut down, one where unemployment is running rampant, has never, ever been seen in the history of this country. Except maybe the Spanish flu. I'll take that back in 1918. Okay, we haven't seen anything since then. So this is all new. We're all in uncharted territories here. But it's time to get things back open again. You know, if you're still scared, if you think you might get sick, uh, wear a mask, stay at home. Um, but let other people get back to work. You know, we saw the salon owner down in Dallas, Texas, who opened against guidelines and... She was jailed for seven days and fined $7,000. Now, we saw that the governor of Texas did overturn that and instructed the judiciary to not issue jail sentences for people who violate that order. But if you're trying to support your family and you're starving, you should be able to open your business and go back to work. You shouldn't be jailed by the state for trying to support your family. So let's keep that in mind. We've really given up a lot of civil liberties here. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So we need to stay awake at the wheel. We need to be aware. We need to start holding people accountable. And one more thing. Remember, when you go back out into the real world, let's try and be a little nicer to each other. You know, I keep reading all these things. The businesses opening up again and people are just rude. It's like people completely forgot any type of manner since they've been locked up for two months. You know, businesses are going to be slow. You're going to have to wait. You know, they have to do different procedures in between each transaction. So we need to respect each other and we need to be kind to one another. And that's what I hope we get out of this.
Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.